We had some rough news this week as we're all mourning the loss of John Madden. We don't have Thursday night football as we do the show, but that's okay. We got a packed NFL weekend, and college bowls are, well, they're there, but that's about it. This is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome, welcome, welcome back once again to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. This is Chad the Mark with Mr. Brown and Turbo Tommy. Wait a minute, who? What do you mean who? What? <laughs> oh, that's right. Biggie's got COVID, man. We're all COVID free, right? Yeah, we hope. All right, so for those not familiar with Turbo Tommy, he is the guy that we're thankful did not start doing NFL picks before the season or Amen. at the beginning of the season because, what, did you go 11 and 4 last week? 11 or 4, 10 and 5. So, I don't know. It was a Wait, good week. Where am I at? Uh, well, well, we'll get to that. All right, but, but I was going to say that would just mean we got three people in the on the first page instead of just me and Biggie. Right, right. Well, maybe. We're, we're not counting like weeks one through six. Yeah. He was a little late to the game. But yeah. since Turbo Tommy has decided to do picks, he has been uh, relatively uh, close to the top of the heap every single week. So uh, what's your secret, Tommy? How, how, what is it just the – I mean, you're like you're like a hundred years old. So is it the age and wisdom that comes with it? I, I, I can get it's my wisdom, it's experience. No, uh, I have so no. I've secret. seen this trend before, back in World War II, when Y.A. Tittle was under center. Damn. <laughs> uh, we're glad to have you, Tommy. Hey, uh, but for real, we we've needed some help with the page. We don't know sports, and then our Facebook groups. We reached out to Tommy because he started doing some fantasy stuff with us. Yeah. Because he's, he's retired, semi-retired, I should say. Semi. Um, so he's got a little bit of time, but I knew he was a sports nut. I've worked with him for what? Like, well, almost 20 years because I'll have 20 years this year myself. So that's like 10% of his yeah. life. Yeah, exactly. So he's like old Blue from Old <laughs> School. Right. You're my boy, uh, Blue. Anyway, so he has stepped up. He's helping us with the page and the groups, and he's – Decided he's going to be more involved in the podcast. He was hoping to just contribute today. Well, then Canadian Biggie's out with COVID, and now he is filling those big shoes. Yeah, so we are not like the NBA. We're not like the NHL. We're not just going to cancel the show. Next man up. Next man up. And Turbo Tommy, who, uh, you know, he, he has this dart addiction. You know, yeah. so so that that's yeah. keeping you Thursday off the night show. Is dark night. Yeah, it's keeping him off most nights. So uh, we're we're glad you're here this Thursday. And well, I know, you know what, just like old Blue, if he could commit to making it a few times a month, we'll get him a couple of topless. 20-year-olds, I mean, and he can KY. do some jello wrestling. Yeah. Dark is over. Hey, you know what? Just don't die. <laughs> you, you, hey, hey, that's what happens. Like three months from now, that the Please Don't Die Turbo Tommy t-shirts yes. will be flying off the shelves. <laughs> and you're going to sing like Will Ferrell did. I, I cannot. I close my eyes. My boy Blue. Oh my uh, all right, so uh, all right. you know uh, we spent introduction. We, we spent three minutes ripping on Tommy because he's just slightly older than us, I but that's took okay. His shit at the senior season. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is past his bedtime, so we uh-huh. better keep going. Okay. Uh, so uh, you know, we we want to kind of go to the the biggest news of the week and probably the biggest news of the month, really, as far as I'm concerned, is we lost a legend uh, in in the world of football in, in NFL. Um, you know, John Madden uh, and. You know, not very often do we get legends like this. I, I, like, Mr. Brown, you're a baseball fan, but you're also a Raiders fan. But, like, Hank Aaron passed away, and that was, like, one of those guys. Uh, to the cool. Like, is, for is, me. is Madden like that for most people? Like, I feel like he's close. I'm glad you brought it up that way because, to me, 
Yeah, like Hank Aaron. Like we always talk about basketball and Jordan and Curry and the guys who's transcended basketball had the most influence. Right. Madden is one of those in the NFL. I, he might be. He's the on guy. The, yeah. And, and and people will say, well, it's just a stupid video game. Like, let's be honest here. That that video game was some of the highest selling video games of all time. But it wasn't just that. He was so involved with the sport, whether it be a player or a coach or a commentator, and not just a commentator, one of the best damn commentators has ever been. And I, I, it kills me because, yeah, everyone now would know him as a video game guy. Right, because he that, hasn't called games for a decade. That's the that's the thing that really I remember, I remember the least because, honestly, I'm a Raiders guy. I love nostalgia. Those teams back then were nasty. He was the coach of the team, and somehow you know, he found the success. How many Super Bowls did he win, Tommy? He only won one. He won only one, won. but he was successful every he, step he, of the he way. He also won the AFL one. So, right. Yes. So, so if I'm not mistaken, he he went to the the, the championship game four out of five years, right. fell short, right. and he made a statement. Look, I'm older, and I remember him as the coach, right. and and it was a big deal. I'm a Steelers fan, so the Raiders were our our, our nemesis at same like right. We had to beat the Raiders. That was the team, and and John was the face of the Raiders, and he did. He took these. What we would call, you know, the, the criminal team now, misfits, misfits, or yes, yeah. good, good work, and was able to put them together. And those teams were nasty. Now, Tommy might know this answer. Do you know how old John Madden was when he started coaching? No, he was like McVay, man. He was thirty-two years. Well, old. that makes sense because he didn't. Have, he, I, it's funny. It's not funny, but it's ironic that he just passed away because I had just recently seen those old school retro Philadelphia Eagles cards when he was a player. Yeah. And they said he didn't last very long. But then he re- immediately went into coaching because he was such a sharp mind of the game. But, like, it's insane for a coach that young now. But, yeah. like, back then, yeah. like, it's, it's unheard ridiculous. of. Yeah, like, as a head coach. And then not only that, he never had a losing season as a coach. Never. Never. He's, he's, so he's the winningest coach when it comes to winning percentage right. of all time. He was 103, 32, and 7. It's like uh, college numbers. Yeah. I mean, yes, that's exactly what that is. Now, uh, so it's a 76% winning uh, rate. His playoff record wasn't as good, 9-7. and seven, uh, But, you know, still winning record in the playoffs when the competition gets harder. Uh, I mean, just tremendous. And then, like, we see the outpouring of stuff like, um, you know, Vin Scully and Brett Favre and, and like, I laugh because you know, everybody knows the Frank Caliendo stuff and John Madden, but like flattery and imitation go hand in hand there. And like, you know, it's he's such a cultural icon. So, yes, that's the perfect word. So, name one person that's a bigger cultural icon in the history of the NFL than John Madden. Mm. That, I mean, I, I that mean, sums it up. I mean, it's, that would be hard. Like, like honestly, I, I know we live in recency bias. Like Tom Brady's like a name, like Jordan, right? When it comes to sports, but like, right, right, right. but like Tom Brady and Madden are kind of on the same level. But it, the funny part for me is the fact that he did it through not just coaching, not just being an announcer, who was amazing with Pat Summerall. Oh yeah, and it, like his lines would come through on those video games before Madden even was a thing. You know, boom, pow. Well, and, and then now, you know, as, as a video game guy for the newer generation, so he did it like Jordan didn't make a ton of money as a player, 
the Heat became even bigger in retirement. Right, because he it's never same kind of never thing. stepped away from the game, and, and you know he retra- he kept recreating him. So Tommy, as a, as a Steelers fan, you know I, I think of a guy like Terry Bradshaw who has managed to walk away from the game but yet stay involved, and, and again has been around for and, and Terry's like beloved in, oh, yeah. in, in the, but Madden's still like just a bigger icon, right? Am I wrong? Oh, absolutely. Okay, yeah, I mean, and, and like I don't want to. Be the guy who, who's in his 40s and just grew up with Madden football as a video game and let that be what influences me. But the thing I remember about Madden, like, we talk about Thanksgiving and things like that. Like, there was just something about Madden and Summerall doing a Thanksgiving game. And, and like, a lot of people joke about the boom, pound, ha, you know, all that. But it made it realistic as, like, you were talking to somebody. He wasn't a Howard Cosell he that was, was just trying to be bigger than the game, yeah. maybe. Right. Or he wasn't trying to lecture you. He was explaining. And, and the whole reason, like, we've seen the stories now that have come up all week about where the, the football game was supposed to start in the 80s. And Madden was like, no, we're not doing 7-on-7. Seven seven. We're not doing that. We have to, And they used, like, his old playbook in the first Madden iteration to, to make the play. It was his I saw Biggie text that earlier. Yeah. He wanted to be real as possible so he could educate. He's like, it's a simulation. You know, it's going to be that way. And, and that's what it turned into. And now I see all the comments this week as people are like, it'd be nice if they would just take it back to that because everybody hates the game now. Yeah. But, you know, it's been around for – I I had Madden 93. Yeah. You know, that was the first football game I, I ever had, 1993. But I think he started in 91. And they were doing it before they even got the licensing to the NFL. But because it was so good, the NFL was like, wait a minute. All right, let's talk. Yeah, let's to jump let's talk money to, e- to be made. He made electronic arts, man. EA Sports, it's all because of him. But, you know, his players loved him. You, you, I can't find anybody saying a bad thing about the man. You know, like it's just and, and the fear of flying and the bus and the, the Madden Express or whatever they called it. I mean. The, the atomic turkeys and turduckins and six legs. That's, that's yes. what came out in my mind. That's great. <laughs> the annexation of Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah, he was in Little Giant. <laughs> like, like, he's a guy that can, he can laugh at himself. He, he did, he, he would do some sponsorships, like tough acting to acting and things like that. But he would do movies. But, like, Madden, when, when he called a game, you know, he, he just seemed to have genuine joy calling the game. He loved the game so much. And I, I was laughing because I saw a video. I don't know if y'all saw it. Somebody posted it in our football group. And it was a video. It showed the, the I think it was Washington and the Cowboys were playing. And it was Troy Aikman. And Troy Aikman hadn't shaved for a couple of days. And Madden was just like, now what he's trying to do here is grow a beard. But, you know, Troy's blonde hair. And he doesn't really have that, that facial <laughs> expression, you know. And he's got the telestrator and all that stuff. So it was great, man. But, like, that's the thing. He's telling it. And it sounds serious as could be. But if you're watching that in real time, you had to be rolling. Like, yeah. and, and I miss that. You were talking about the Telestrator. He used to do a whiteboard thing. And he would try to draw out a play and explain what was going on in the play. And when it was done, he would use the boom, the bam, and all that with it. But that whiteboard looked like a plate of spaghetti. It was just a <laughs> mess. Have you ever heard why he, why he does the boom and all that? Like, why? He explained it one time. He was just like, well, you know, you're talking about a game, whether it's a play, like a player's going to make a block. Like, that's the sound to make. Boom. You know, if you throw the ball, you zip it in there, pow, you know, he catches it. And he's just he's just living out what's happening. So, it's stuff. It's just his it's just his response to when something happens. So, like, instead of, like, somebody making a big hit and his fans were like, oh, you know, he's just going to be like, pow, <laughs> boom. <laughs> It's great, man. But 
Uh, the, the NFL lost a legend, and yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, like, I, I didn't even think about it until you said it, Mr. Brown. Like, I don't know if there's a bigger icon that's that's beloved in the way in the NFL that he was, and he and he hasn't even been around the game lately. He, he was right. 85. Right, right. You know, he kind of stepped away, but. Uh, and I don't want to dwell on that because this is about John. No, and I posted that recent picture of him and Ronnie Lott as one of the most recent pictures. And you, you could see he wasn't doing real well, but, I mean, I don't know, man. Just like everything about him. Everyone loves him. And, like, you brought up Tom Brady. Yeah, he's got, like, everyone knows Brady. No one likes Tom Brady. I'd say percent Right. But, like, even, like, Tommy, who was, like, as far as – the Steelers and the Raiders back then, he's not, he don't have nothing bad to say about the guy because you respect you know the man. I love right. him. I think he's great. So, I mean, and it, even continuing his career as an announcer and the video game guy, I mean, why would you not like him? And I, mean, I don't know. It's just like to me, it's like I compare him honestly to like a Babe Ruth level for the NFL personally. That's just my opinion. I mean, it, and I don't know if everybody sees it the same way, but you're, I don't think you're wrong. You know, I, I think just yeah, he, he's in more Hall of Fames than you can count. Uh, you know, he, he's loved in the Bay Area. Um, he won 12 Emmys, you know, as an announcer. You know, we talked about the Super Bowl. Um, you know, he uh, he did you ever see? I, Tommy might remember this. He uh, hosted Saturday Night Live back in the 80s. I've never seen it. No, like he he hosted Saturday Night Live. Wow. Like, just think about that. I'm going to have to go look at it now. I, I remember uh, one skit of it where he's in the locker room and he's talking to players, and I remember being pretty – because he's trying to be all serious and the players are just being, like, as soft as can be. Uh, but I, I wish I could remember more about it. We should go back and definitely watch it. Um, the uh, uh, the other thing, too, is he led um, uh, Peggy Fleming, who was a uh, ice skating uh, champion, uh, use his bus during September 11th when she couldn't fly so uh really yeah i just thought again a little interesting things that you find along the way but uh yeah man uh that's uh not depressing you know just a a thing to look back and enjoy his life and i think um i'm probably not the football fan i am today if not for john madden a lot of people could probably say that he he brought the nfl attention that was astronomical through the game just his his character yeah, and I, I'm I'm kind of lost for words here. He's, he's, <laughs> I, I want to wrap. Part of I'm gonna wrap it up. So for Raider Nation, which I'm a part of, we haven't seen good days here recently. But part of the reason why we're Raider Nation is because of the nostalgia and the stuff that he had done with with the organization. You know, he's up there now with Al Davis, so looking down on us. Uh, if you're not part of Raider Nation, I saw Chiefs fans today. You know, just. You know, in all the fact that he passed and they didn't like I mean, they were descending condolences. Uh, football fans, video gamers out there everywhere. Anyone a fan of football, they know this man was a legend. Nothing but respect. And we want to send our prayers out to Madden, uh, Raiders organization, his family. And, uh, you know, he, he lived a great life, man. And that's, that's all we can say is we appreciate what he left for the game. And it's better because he was here. I got nothing to add other than go to Football's Life on Facebook. We've taken the limits off the Madden content, and people are posting stuff every day. So if you're not familiar with the man, uh, it's it's an awesome time to go check that stuff out. From videos to quotes to uh, whatever, uh, it's right there. But 
Well put, Mr. Brown. Well put, Turbo Tommy. John Madden, legend. Rip. That's all I got Rip. to say. Well, you know, normally at this point of the show, we're, we're probably uh, watching a little bit of Thursday night NFL in the background. And, and honestly, we just don't get that this week because the NFL has a stacked weekend schedule, uh, just, you know, playoff implications, all that. And this is also the last week for uh, Monday Night Football. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah. I did. Well, you do because it's probably Big Ben's last game in Heinz Field. Are you same, getting emotional same. about that? Yes. Yeah, I brought out the jersey tonight. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, we got a little bit of that going on, I guess. But what's the over-under? He gets sacked and gravy pours out. Uh, well, <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely um, – like a like a minus three hundred. If you he's listed as uh, questionable now, so yeah. we'll see what happens. But he's listed as questionable to. Be, uh, I can't even talk to be on the offensive line. Well, I mean, he's definitely we he has to use that. He has to report as eligible eligible receiver when he's on the field, yeah. right? Why not put him on the line and just let Rudolph be quarterback? I mean, please. <laughs> so, so we were we were getting ready to watch the the bowl game with the other pit team, the the college pit. Uh, going Future against Michigan State because uh, Tommy wanted to scout out the potential next great quarterback in the draft, which uh, Kenny Pickett, and he uh, he's uh, not playing. Sad to say, he, it's on right now on ESPN too. So yeah, well we're we're kind of watching Tennessee and oh, Purdue yeah. in a barn burner at forty-five no, all. Uh, we just saw a fifty-six-yard kick missed, and nobody was back to catch the kick and return it. Says make that make sense. Uh, you can't make it make sense. It, it, it's it's senseless. But uh, you know the the bowl season. You know we're we're getting close to the New Year's games and and whatnot. But uh, you know, color me you know indifferent. But this year and last year, I have cared about as little as I ever have for bowl games. Now, Mr. Brown, you're not really a big college football fan. Do you ever watch bowl games at all, or is this like completely just got you turned off too? Well, to put it in perspective, I didn't even fill out my bracket. <laughs> oh, wow. That's sad. You're, you're still probably in second place. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yes. probably so. Actually, like, I went to go fill it out, and I was like, holy shit, I didn't realize they already started. And I was like, screw it. There's like 80, it, 82 bowl games. Yeah, know? I'm like, you started like three weeks ago. How much was enough? Day after you Thanksgiving mean, bowl You didn't start. watch uh, Western Kentucky and Northern oh, Illinois or whoever. It's it so bad. Like, I, I got it for the schools, but it's like, for me – I guess as a casual college football fan, I can't. I just can't. I don't care. What about you, Tommy? I love the college. I love the bowl season. Even I now? Mean, I, I do. I do. I, I, what do you love about it? It's it's young men playing. Their, a lot of them, it's just their last game. Their, yeah. their last chance to represent. Some of these kids never hit – the big stage. They, you know, yeah. they, There's a reason. They play in November now for the bowl <laughs> game. Yeah. So, Got a point. Uh, so no, what else? What else? I mean, it's just the atmosphere. It's college kids playing for something. You know, it's not a, it's not a paycheck. I got it. I got and, it. And I got it. So the 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 bowl system is almost exclusively owned by ESPN now. If you is didn't it? know that, like they own the bowl games. Like yes. like they they own not just the rights to it, but it's like they own this whole game. So okay. they're the ones getting the sponsorship money. They work all this stuff out. The TV money. And you think about it, like what else is on this time of the year? I mean, nothing else is on. You know. So I mean, if you're sitting at home, if you're on vacation between Christmas and New Year's, I mean, what else is there to watch? 
on uh, Comedy Central, there is an office marathon there, right. with every episode of The Office I'm, ever. ever. I, I've been watching that. I have all week. <laughs> There's been some good office uh, shenanigans on. I'm so uh, disappointed. The uh, Well, I mean, you know, we're... Not as old. It's not Matlock Marathon. Sorry, <laughs> or Mash. Oh wow! Murder she wrote. <laughs> Murder she wrote. Hey, now, that's a good shot. <laughs> Angela Lansbury is on the case. Uh, that being Golden said, Golden Girls. The A. I a. like the Golden Girls now. Yeah, wait a minute. You just like Blanche. <sighs> I do. Yeah. I like her attitude. She's very strong. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, TV ratings, though. Uh, I mean, you've had like the Missouri. Army Missouri Armed Forces Bowl that was two and a half million people watched it. Mississippi State Tulsa was two and a quarter million. Like that's pretty decent TV ratings. There's some that are under a million. Like not a lot of people are tuning in for the New Mexico Bowl. You want to guess right. who's in that? Marshall, uh, UTEP, and Fresno State. <laughs> I just said uh, because she, nobody watched. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can find Marshalls. Oh, that's wait, good. Wait a minute. That's good. Uh, Damn, NC A&T and Alcorn State drew uh, one point eight. Nice. Oh, that's that's good. So apparently I'm in the minority, and it's fine. Whatever floats you. Well, man. I'm not you saying do you, you are. I'm not saying you are because I haven't watched that many. And honestly, like there's so many. There's it's it's not just players opting out. So like, I go back to when Christian McCaffrey kind of started this whole transcendent you know movement where players are opting out. Uh, Turbo, how are you feeling about that now? It's 2021. It's become a little bit more commonplace. Uh, you know, as a Mountaineer fan, our running back opted out, Letty Brown. You know, he's probably like a fourth-round draft pick if he's lucky. But, you know, e- either way, like just when you're looking at the, the landscape of college football, you love these bowl games. You love that these kids are playing maybe their final game. But now you got a lot of kids opting out. I'm not a fan of the opt-out. I understand the business side of it. Uh, they're worried about their injuries. They keep saying that they're going to go prepare for the, the NFL draft. What other preparation is there? I mean, you're training for bowl games. You're doing your, your daily workouts anyhow. So I don't understand I, I think, I think the preparation is it's not about playing the game, but it's about how do I look good at these combines and pro days. It's football. I know. I mean, but you know how these scouts are. If you run a forty a little bit faster, it doesn't matter if it's football speed. It's just the stopwatch is telling you that. They're I get faster. that too. So if Brown runs for one hundred and fifty yards and two scores, and they end up beating Minnesota, and no one cares about that as long as he checks out at the combine. Right. As long as he checks out and he's like, "Oh, he did twenty-seven bench press and he ran a four-three-eight. Oh yeah, we like his stock now. So he his thinking is. I might as well just not play because it don't matter, and I'm going to stay healthy, and then I'm going to go to the combine yep. and uh, just I got do three my and a half here. months right. to is get ready. Is it his thinking, or is it a scout or a, a agent's I'd thinking? I'd say it's both. Yeah. I'd say people's, like, feeding his ear. Because here's the thing. With the NIL, I was thinking maybe it wouldn't be as bad because maybe there's, like, NIL sponsorships that say you need to play in the bowl game. I thought but the like, same. I, what blew me away is, like, the Rose Bowl of all games, which isn't part of the playoff. Um, still, it's a, it's a prestigious yeah, bowl game. Utah and uh, – who is it? Utah and um, – In the Rose Bowl? Michigan – no, it's – Ohio uh, State. Ohio State, thank you. Um, I was going to say Michigan State, but they're playing tonight. So, anyway, uh, they're, they're uh, a bunch of kids opting out. And, like, this is the Rose Bowl. But, like, does the Rose Bowl mean anything to these kids now? It used to. Right. Clearly don't now. And, and I think it's – To the, me, it should. Right. And that's the thing. For you and me, Tommy, I'm with you, man. I, like, I used to love bowls, and now there's, like, a million of them. And it, it doesn't matter as much. The playoff, I, I think, devalues it a little bit. 
uh, because that really is what matters. And kids don't opt out of the playoff. They don't. They, they opt out. But then you also uh, opt out of the bowl games. But then you also have these transfers now where uh, I, I think I saw um, – The portal killing me. Oh, who was it? Auburn had six people that, that were, were starters that were in the transfer portal. And Miami had some this year. Their quarterback was in the transfer portal, but he still played in the bowl game because they didn't have a quarterback. Didn't have one. Like, no wonder they didn't win. Or did they win? I can't remember. That was a good game, I think. But I can't remember who won. But anyway, the I, I think it's just for those teams, the coaches. You know, you get a chance to practice a couple extra weeks. You can start seeing some guys that maybe you didn't see during the season. That's really all it is. Yeah, I think if you're watching it saying win or loss, like, I, I think it doesn't really mean a lot about the trajectory of your program. It's more about just – are you getting guys on the field getting reps and things like that? So I, on, the, on a coaching standpoint, if you got a senior running back who opts out and you know he's done and now you got a chance to see what your sophomore's got, that's not necessarily a bad thing. No, I, I get that. I understand that. I, I mentioned this earlier to y'all. What did Dabo Sweeney do? Clemson playing in, in essence, a, a, a nothing bowl game. I don't even know. What, were they in the Gator Bowl or something? I don't I'll know. To be honest with you, I don't even remember what it was know. now. It was played last night. Okay. None of his players opted out. And not, had, one. Not, not one. Not one. Okay. Not one opted out. I mean, they had a couple transfers, but not a lot. And, and the thing about not opting out, like you think about it, if you're Clemson, your mindset is we're used to the CFP. You yes. We're used to being there. Now we're going to play in a bowl before New Year's Eve. And they that, that shows a good, healthy streak in your program. Because to me, that shows character. Character, yeah. thank you. Loyalty to the program. Right. You signed up to play ball for that school – with these guys that you went through the the hot, the sweat, and the tears, and all that during the summer, and then when it comes to the time when you're actually there to to win something for your school, you say, "Nah, man, I'm not going to do it, man. I'm 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 going to prepare to for the draft." So I, I think, how do you fix it? How do you make the Rose Bowl mean something again? So is there is there a fix? Well, I, I think the fix is you expand the freaking playoffs. Yeah, and you actually and I, have, I, I, agree I agree with that. Yeah. I agree. I with mean, because you may not have as many bowl. You can still have bowl games. You know what I mean? Like if teams want to, like you have an NIT for teams right, that right, don't make right, the NCAA. Right. You can still have bowl games, but you expand the playoffs, and those matter more to sixteen. Right, and, and then the other part is, I, I don't think. People look at it as it needs to be fixed, though. I think I might agree with Tommy on this. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't like it, but I understand it. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? I don't like it. I understand. Because I'm going to sit here and tell you, I can't think of anybody, and I'm sure there are, but I can't think of anybody who had a devastating injury in their bowl game outside of Willis McGay, who was playing for a national championship, right. for God's sake. So you're not opting out anyway. you know. And he still got drafted? Yes, because he had a great agent. But either way, like, when's the last time a guy opted out? Because, yeah, or, or when's the last time a guy didn't opt out and then you said, oh, he shouldn't have played? Yeah, he shouldn't have played. I couldn't, I can't think of one. No. no. Uh, no. It, it, it's, it's, it's terrible. But, uh, you know, <sighs> you know, for the kids that are opting out, the ones that don't get drafted, those are the ones I kind of question. Like, it's kind of like in college basketball. We've seen a lot of kids leave school early, and at least they get the opportunity. Maybe they go play in Greece or Israel yes. or Australia or whatever. Don't have that option in No, in the NFL, like until The Rock gets the XFL kicking again, like is that really an alternative? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. But I, it's just – I wouldn't I, put money on it. 
I, I'm hoping the New Year's games are going to be a little better and I can get some excitement around that. But uh, we got the Peach Bowl, which is you got a, a, a two ranked teams, two top 15 teams, I believe, in Michigan State and Pitt. And I could care less about it because the one guy that you came to see is not going to be Thank playing you. tonight. Thank you. Don't dude. write off the Trans Perfect Music City Bowl. Wait a minute. The Trans Perfect. <laughs> Yeah. What does that mean? Exactly. Ah, we'll just leave it at That's that. That's why I love bowl games. <laughs> we did that the other day where we were trying to see if you could uh, figure out the sponsors. And we are petitioning to get the uh, the com yeah. holiday bowl. That's exactly. what we're going to try to get. So, Feed so, Jake. Hey, so I, I believe that Tennessee had a turnover. And if Purdue scores here, they win. Uh, that is correct. Uh, and then, you know, if they don't score in the uh, first and second overtime, everything just goes to two-point conversions. Did yeah. you know that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. But they're going to win right here with Vilgo. That's and, all they And need. a predominantly Tennessee home crowd. Yes, it is in, in Nashville. Nashville. And you know what? Apparently, you're right. Maybe it is just us because Tennessee clearly cares about the Music City yeah. Bowl because yeah. they are – it is uh, creamsicle and white everywhere there. But uh, – we're uh, we're gonna leave you in uh, disbelief, and we'll let you know what happens after the break if this uh, Purdue upset happens here. But uh, that's enough uh, college hey, look, football. Hold I, on. I got one more uh, thing. Okay, go ahead. So the show for next week. Why not let's 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 talk about uh, the two big games tomorrow. We well we what are the two big games tomorrow? You know what they are. We got uh, Cincinnati and Alabama, which is there's one at three thirty and one at seven thirty. That's the early one. Which one? Alabama. Cincinnati. Alabama. Cincinnati. So I. I feel like we should talk about those two games. I love Cincinnati's in there. I want them to win so bad. But I, I do feel, too. I feel like they lose by 17 points at least. I, I, don't I think, agree. I don't think anybody's surprised. But, man, even if they just put up a fight. I just – I don't think it will. Like, you know, I, I just envision that, like, somewhere UCF and Boise State and Houston and, right. you know, uh, Fresno and all these – they're just, like, hand in hand. Right. and they're. They're like, we're behind you, Cincinnati. Exactly. We, we were pulling for you. Oh, absolutely. You, you represent everything. Like Boise State is telling them, it's like, learn from what we did. If it's like 41-17, I'm not going to be surprised. No, not at all. Unless it was 41-17 Cincinnati, then you'd probably be like, what the hell? Yeah, the that ain't <laughs> all right, so we're on agreement there. Yeah. Uh, I can't say who's going to win between Georgia and Michigan, but Michigan my beats God, Georgia. I don't want to see another Georgia-Alabama game. Nah, I pray to God Michigan wins. Michigan beats Georgia. You think? I, I think their style of play. I don't okay. think I don't think Georgia's um, – yeah, Georgia I, – I think Georgia wins the game, but I want Michigan to win. What was Georgia's – I'm with you. What I was, think Georgia wins. Let me ask you this. Just what, do you know what Georgia's best win was this year? Best All win. of them. Except for the ones they lost. Yeah. I, Except I mean, for the one they lost. Well, I mean, you know what their best quality was? Here's win? the game. Did it happen? Purdue wins. Purdue, the Boilermakers. That's a hell of a drink if you ever had Drew Brees ain't coming out that tunnel. <laughs> he don't need to. The um, He didn't have Peyton come out either. No, no, no. no. Listen, 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 <laughs> listen, listen. All right, so Michigan um, – they they have a couple better they have some better quality wins. Georgia, I think their best, their highest opponent they beat was Arkansas. Which, you know, hey, we don't know loves we don't know sports loves Arkansas. They they're all about, you know, supporting the Razorbacks. Absolutely. But uh outside of that, like they, they had a they barely beat Clemson at the beginning of the year. That Clemson turned out to not be a great team. They uh they they struggled with uh a lot of the SEC teams but not putting them away, it'd be like thirty one to seventeen, stuff like that. 
And Michigan kind of rolled up on some people. Like, I, I mean, I, I, don't I know. hope I'm wrong. I do My too. prediction is that Georgia wins. Uh, I just feel like it's going to be a George Alabama rematch. Right, what is? I want Michigan to win. What does ESPN want? What do you Ooh. think? What do you think ESPN wants? Mm. I feel like they probably want Michigan versus Alabama. I would, I would, I would think, think so, so too. You uh, get more. You would have more fans coming. Plus, to watch plus Harbaugh's kind of a. We've uh, already seen it. So let's do something we haven't seen. Yes. Right. Harbaugh finally broke loose, and he got he 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 was superior to Ohio State. Yep. So let's see what he does on the big stage. Harbaugh versus Saban. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's Man. a great matchup. Oh, that's good. You know why it's great too? Because when's the last time these teams ever crossed paths? Never. It's been a minute. No, it's been a minute. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's never, it's, but it's, it's not fun. never. Ooh. It's probably been a minute, but either way, that's. I, I'm that's just saying, we're... we seen it like a few months ago, and guess what? Hated it. Yeah, it wasn't great. <laughs> yeah. So let's move on. So, yeah, I'd love to see a new chapter here. Well, it'd be nice if uh, we could talk about that next week. Very nice. Very, very nice. So, does, does Saban need this win to pass Bear Bryant? Is there, he's already done it, right? I think the fact that he's done it in this age and just where I think Nick Saban is the greatest college coach of all time with Hands or without down. this win. Yes. Hands down. Yeah. So it's like the Brady Montana debate at this point. Uh, yeah. I mean, so he's, he's that far ahead almost. I think so. Okay. Yeah. I agree with you. I mean, I, I, I'm I just think getting a pulse in the room. I, I think when you're, when you're doing it under a whole era where everyone was on the whole same different era, everyone was on the same scholarship right, right, count, right, right. you know, agree. all that. And, and he won a national title at two schools too. So at this point, he, he just padding the stats. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Like he's and all right. So real quick, we were, cause we were talking about bowl games. Tommy, what was the sec's record in bowls this year so far? One and four, one and four South Carolina beating North Carolina being the only win. Um, but everybody talks about SEC. Dominance SEC. Of the SEC. No, yes. it's Alabama's dominance. Like, don't, yeah, it's, don't, it's top heavy. Don't yeah, convince Very top heavy. And, and don't get me wrong. There's going to be a year here or there where, you know, Georgia's really good or LSU's really good or, you know, something like that. But it, it's, not, mm. it's not the SEC. It is simply, it is simply Alabama is just better than you and they know it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good enough. Amen. All right, let's watch some college football tonight. Man, I love the sound of that music, but we only get to hear it maybe one more time because the playoffs just aren't the same as the regular season because if we don't know sports, we actually pick every single NFL game. We've done it all year. This is... Your NFL Week 17 Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks. And Mr. Brown, you are checking in at a miraculous 133-106-1 record, ranking you third nationally. How do you feel, Mr. Big Chest? Obviously, my chest is big. I probably wear a size C brawl. Mm. So there you go. That's how I feel. All right. We won't get into the uh, the number side of that. Mm. We'll just let yeah. it go there. Hey, but no, seriously. It feels good because I'm not the NFL guy. I'm not the football guy. I just, I just, you throw the spread at me. You tell me where they play. 
I got a feel for it, and I love it, and I pick it, and I win it. That's what I do. And our football guy, who who has been very confident with these picks, isn't doing bad. Big he's, he's won two years in a row. And he's two games behind you now. Right, he's right, closed right, the gap. Right, right. Uh, he's 131, 108, and 1. But Biggie, as we mentioned earlier in the show, he's got COVID. So right. he'll be sending us his picks later. Uh, the benefit about him having COVID this week, if there's any silver lining, is there's a Thursday night game. Right. So he's got until uh, Friday night, Saturday morning to give me the picks. No, which, he uh, needs to give them to you tomorrow. Well, he can't, he can't, you know, pussyfoot around here. We got to get him. Give him the picks tomorrow. We're we're just gonna. We might put an asterisk on. That. No, he's going behind he, Mr. Brown. He needs to give the picks. All right, so he's gonna be whoa. defaulted to all L. All right, Biggie, you heard it. If you don't, if you don't answer the call, we're going. We're on some problems. I don't problems. care. You got COVID. Come to the table. COVID son. don't care. <laughs> Come to the table if you want to take the chip from me. The uh, the 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 interesting thing about how we do our picks is we always do them on a Thursday, so we don't have the luxury of changing anything. Come Saturday, come Sunday morning, like no, we just have to ride or die. So it's all based on your assumption on what's going to happen. And uh, Turbo Tommy, who did not start the beginning of the season with us, he picked up around like five or six, uh, and just has been on a tear though. I would say it's safe to assume that he didn't start the season, but he's got the highest winning percentage. Yeah, I'd say if you if you went off the games since he started, he probably has the highest winning percentage oh, so, of the group. You're so, gonna build uh, me up now. And I'm but have a but bad now, week this week. but now he's on the mic. Exactly. Now now it's easy to text the pick and be like, "Oh, I'm throwing darts and I suck." So, <laughs> but now you're here. In the in the flesh, no, baby. What, you, what you're not seeing is he's sitting at home yeah. and he's he's browsing all these expert picks and all these analytical, you know. Well, well, don't you know? All right. So for the record, he's sitting in Biggie's chair. So he's got to go first. He's right? going first, except when it's one of our teams. Right. So we'll we'll jump in. So we'll we'll help you with the flow. So are you okay, like setting the table and yes. and telling us why first, you're last, picking? It don't matter. <laughs> yeah, it, you're right. It's gonna be last. It so. don't matter. Now you're picking first. And uh, I got to tell you guys, I think this might be one of the toughest weeks. We have one, two, three, four double-digit spreads. Four. Four. Count them. Four. Mm. All right. And uh, to make it even better, some of those are uh, road teams that are favored. But anyway, we'll kick it off. There's no Thursday night game, but we got a doozy. I just saw that Lamar Jackson did not practice today. The L.A. Rams are coming to town. They're coming to Baltimore, and the Rams are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Rams. Got to go with the Rams. Lamar hasn't played. Got to go with the Rams. Coming across the country, doesn't matter. No one knows who's playing QB for the Ravens, right? Uh, all I know is that Hunley is active from the COVID list. Listen, now. it doesn't matter, Chad. I'm sorry that was weak, but the Rams have won three or four in a row, and – they're suddenly becoming the team that they we thought they were. Odell Beckham scoring like three or four games. He's the guy that should be the guy like Odell Beckham. He's catching one-handed passes. He's no longer there for Baker to blame. Odell found a home. He's he out just, in L.A. He to be in La La Land. Just scoring TDs, baby. So it's the Rams. It is the Rams uh, all day long. The Rams are like the uh, they're the Jekyll and Hyde of the Cardinals, right? Like the Cardinals started on fire, and then they fell yes. apart. The Rams, 
They started decent, got a little weak, and now the Rams, I don't think anybody wants to play them, and that defense is legit. I do have one question. Since they got Von Miller, has anyone ever heard from Von Miller since? Is he just that bad now? What I, happened I to the mean, guy? You know, he's, he's not a big fish in a small pond anymore. I mean, he's not Aaron Donald, but my God, contribute, son. Yeah, well, he's been banged up a little bit, too, yeah. so that's that's part of it. Okay. But yeah, you're, you're right. You'd think with that defensive line, he'd be out there just wrecking. So Denver's okay. They're doing their thing. Yeah, Denver, Denver's still on well, kind of Rams all day. All right, Rams across the board. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the road to the big city. This is one of the big spreads, isn't it? Yeah, the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Mm. 12 and a half. Long, it ain't going to happen. 12 and a half, baby. What do you oh, think? 12 and a half. 12 and a half. Tampa covers that. Tampa wins by 20. This is in Tampa? No, no it's, it's in, in New York. MetLife. You're still comfortable. Yes. It's the Jets. Come is Zach Wilson or his mom under center? <laughs> oh. <laughs> if it's his mom, there might be a streaker on the field. <laughs> I'm going to go box. Man, it's a uh, huge spread, but uh, That's what she said ah, <laughs> he's been watching The Office all week, baby. Oh wow! Uh, I, hey, she'll tell you on her Instagram, son. <laughs> she does. She's not shy. <laughs> I, I, you know, I can't, I can't deflect here and not take the Bucks either. They're just, right. they're too much uh, of a threat for them to handle. So you got uh, goblins out for the year, but what's funny is after AB came back from the uh, COVID. Blowing it up. Well, I mean, there's nobody else to throw the ball to. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. So, uh, yeah, Bucks. Yeah, man, I bet them Steelers fans miss that guy. They, they, they do miss Mr. Big Chest. Yeah. Yes. All right, the the, uh, the Chiefs on the road to the Bengals. So, if you if you don't know this, Tommy, uh, very simply put, that uh, my Bengals have been on a tear because I refuse to pick. I refuse to pick them. And. and it's just the way things go. Uh, I, I think they have a chance to beat the Chiefs, but, man, the Chiefs might be the most dominant team in football as of late. Uh, so the Chiefs are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. It's in Cincinnati. He's in sales, isn't he? And yes. the Bengals have a losing record at home this year. So uh, I'm taking the Chiefs Ooh, to cover. I did not know that. If it makes you feel better, Chad, I'm also picking the Chiefs because guess what it makes – since. No, that doesn't make me feel better because the dynamic has been you guys have been picking the Bengals and oh. I haven't. And that's why it's worked. Tommy, grab a tomahawk uh, off the wall because guess what? We're not allowed to do any more, but the Chiefs are. Oh, I'm not even lone wolf, but I'm chopping. I'm chanting because guess what? The Bengals' asses are going down. Sorry, Joe Burrow. You're going to see after you threw for 560 yards and, you know, <laughs> they ran attempts. They, they the, ran the, up the, the score. The Ravens aren't happy, and the Chiefs are going to put you in your place. All right, so, Brother. Uh, Tommy, I know you thought you were going first there, and we completely went uh, AWOL on well, that he one. He was the Bengals yeah, fan. I understand. Yeah, but there you He's go. The so that's how that's it works the, around yeah. here. So, uh, you, your pick? My pick. I'm going to be the lone wolf on this. I think Joe Burrow is ready to take the mm. next step. The Bengals are – they got this division in their hands. I'm lone wolf on it. I'm taking the Bengals. Uh, Chiefs, how many has the Chiefs won in a row now? Seven or eight. Seven yeah. or eight. Okay. It's time. Uh, let's hear your lone wolf bangle. Oh, God, this is good. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Not too Best confident, folks. That's Best all right. It was do. his first time. It was his first time. But, uh, you know, I, I will say – that uh, I saw that, you know, today that Burrow is thrown for 4,000 yards. They got two 1,000-yard receivers. They have a 1,000-yard running back. It's the first time in franchise history that's ever happened. So, um, feeling good. Feeling good. I hate it, but like I should. That's it. 
All right, here's another uh, double dog uh, spread here. The Falcons on the road to Buffalo. Mm. The Bills are a 14-point favorite. That seems high. That is high. I mean, I do believe the Bills will win. So the Falcons got COVID issues. Is that what's going on? No, nothing. Not that I know of. No, that just—that's a lot. Um, I think the Bills will win this, but I don't think they'll cover. I got to go with the the Falcons. Fourteen. I'm with you. As much as I hate the Falcons because they've burned my ass because they have so much talent on offense when the season starts. Yeah, it is a good load. And And they never perform up to expectations. So. I hate picking the Falcons, but I have to because I feel like that's way too high for a spread. So I'm going Falcons. I mean, it is one of those games where I'm with you. It's such a big, big spread. But, yeah, the Bills Bills are going to win by 10, not 14. And the Falcons, though, uh, the fact that we all picked them, it seems like the right time for them to absolutely just get blown out by 28. So that's probably what will happen. But I also have the Falcons regardless. Uh, we'll follow it up. And um, I don't know, do you want to do your best uh, Biggie impression since he's not here? Because the Patriots are at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars. 16-point home spread for the Patriots. No, I'm not, I'm not going to even try that. <laughs> Tommy, you can go first. Yeah, well, I, everybody knows I've been riding the Patriots for a while. The last two weeks, they've kind of let me down. 16 points, that's that's big. That's big. Um, ah, Jacksonville's a shit show, though. <laughs> it's hard to pick. You got to uh, pick one, damn it. All right, for Biggie, I'll go with the Patriots, uh, just for him. Pour one out for Biggie. I was going to – I'm going to go Patriots as well. I felt like they've got a rebound. Like, they're they're in a little law here. And I guess my only question is, how many times will Mac Jones throw the ball? More than three? True. More than three? True. I I have a better question. I have a better question. Belichick is the best ever at exposing your weaknesses. But when you're a team like the Jaguars – you have no weaknesses. You're just a weakness. You're just a weakness. Like, there, there's no – like, right. where do you target your right. coaching strategy? Like, they're so bad. Just run the ball. Yeah, it's going to be like that game, right? It'll be like that. Keep everybody He'll healthy. He'll have 10 attempts at quarterback. I think it's a 27-7 to 7 game. All right. You know, so, so you I, feel like I, confident I, I got on the cover. I, I'm pretty confident on the cover, okay. and it's 16 points. That's Plus, they got to bounce back. And it's at home. They've lost back-to-back games. Back-to-back games. So they need this for the playoffs. Yeah. All right. All right. So we're across the board on the Patriots for Biggie, pouring one out for him. Wide right. Uh, Who was that? Michigan Michigan State. State. They suck. All right. The Raiders on the road playing the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts are a seven-point home favorite. And I'm going to tell you this. So the fact is the Colts are playing really well. The Raiders, not so much. And I guarantee you half these damn players don't even know who John Madden is. But for God's sakes, look at some YouTube videos, whatever you want to do, pull up your damn tablets, play the damn game if that's what gets you going. I'm picking the Raiders. I'm picking nostalgia. I'm picking the Raiders are going to circle, and they're going to do their thing. It's past the autumn wind time, but the Raiders are going to cover. They're going to jump on the Colts' neck and be like, guess what? 
We're the Raiders. That's amazing for you to be that confident, but I, I get I'm not confident at all. But you yeah, took them. Well, Either way, you taking them is confidence. Tommy, what do you think? Yeah, I'm not going on that bandwagon. All right, what I'm you sorry, got? The Colts can run the ball. I know. And that's that's and we can't stop the year, run. This time of the year, that's what you need to do. I'm with you on the Madden thing, but I, half these kids, all they know is, is Amen. Madden. Listen. Video game. It's real to me, damn it. Yeah, it's still yeah. real to me, damn it. I remember him coaching, so. All right, Let's so you take this. the Colts. I'm taking the Colts. All right, yes. so I'm also taking the Raiders. Oh. Oh, you know why? Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you this twice in a week, and you'll, you'll find out what the other game is. Tommy already knows. But John Madden, I mean, he's going to get the Demarius Thomas effect, man, just like the Broncos did this year. Like John Madden's going to be looking down. He's going to be calling plays into the booth from heaven, and they're going to incite the old Raiders to come out. That silver and black is going to be strong, and they're going to win. They're going to pull off the upset. Is the Colts. I'm a lone wolf. Colt. Yeah. Let's hear your best coat. coat. My best coat. Come on, Philly. I've got a cowboy there. Coat. Coat. No, you have to be a horse. That was, that was that. I like that. That was pretty good. Wow. Could have been a dolphin, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right. So we'll see if we get that again. How about the Eagles on the road to the Washington emails? The Eagles are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Eagles. Washington, I, I can't even – they don't even have a football name. They're, they're the emails. So, I got to go Eagles there. Nothing else said. Well, Mr. Brown's looking at his phone. I'm also going to go Eagles because I think uh, Washington's soul has been ripped out the past couple weeks and they got nothing. Uh, so, yeah, the Eagles win this game going away double digits. Uh, I mean, I agree. What happened to the emails? They were riding high for a minute. Yeah, it's smoke and mirrors, I guess. Scary Terry, he's killed me. My fantasy team's been dead for a month. So screw the Washington emails. Uh, I got to go with the Eagles. All right. Is Taylor Heineke the answer for them? I feel like he needs to look at. I mean, he ain't worse than what they got because they don't have nobody else. All right. He got fits, right? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Is he active? I don't even know. I don't think he is. All right. How about the Miami? So we're Eagles across the board. Miami Dolphins on the road to the Tennessee Titans. Y'all know I hate the Titans, but they're a three and a half point favorite at home. Miami, who has won seven in a row, yes, seven in a row, and they've only beat one winning team over that time. Do they make it eight in a row, or do they cover the spread? What happens? Titans three and a half. Titans. Titans. I think the Titans roll on this one. I think they come in and, and show that they're still a worthy team. Vrabel just has has these guys playing ball. I don't care who he puts on the field. They playing ball. So Titans. So I did what I do. Titans versus who? And what's the spread? Uh, the Dolphins are visiting Nashville. Mm-hmm. The Titans are a three and a half point. That's it, Titans. That's, That's easy. So uh, yeah. Next next question. I, I uh, just just for me to believe in my convictions about how the Titans are not he good. He hates the Titans. I, I just. They're they're not a playoff team. They're not. I don't know how Ever they're where they're at. Henry went down. He's been. I'm talking bitter. shit about him, but they keep finding a way to win. The fact that they win them without him. Yeah, barely. They are a team. They found a way to win every yes. week. And but he, they're not going to win this week, damn it. The Dolphins are going to go in and pull the upset, and all of a sudden people are going to be like, damn, are we going to get three AFC East teams making the playoffs? That's what's going to happen. No. So uh, they call him Flipper, baby. He's faster than lightning, and two is very frightening because he's coming into Nashville and he's giving that <laughs> whatever the hell a dolphin what the says. Hell was that? That was a dolphin. Just was that do a your dolphin? code again. That would help me out. <laughs> exactly. That's perfect. It's a porpoise. 
All I know is they're horny mammals. They, 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 they're <laughs> the only mammal besides humans that have sex for fun. Exactly. I, I knew that. So you might did learn you know something. No, I did not know See, that. See, you learn something I'm when you listen to We Don't Know Sports. Yeah. We don't know sports, but we know animal sexual functions. That's How right. about that? That's right. All right, the Giants on the road to Chicago. Can you believe the Bears are a five-and-a-half-point home favorite? Why? I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know how to pick this. I have no, no clue. Who's who's quarterbacking for the Bears? Who's quarterback for the Giants? I uh, see nobody can answer that. No, we don't know for sure. So, ah, uh, uh, God. I, since it's at home, I'll, I will take the Bears at home. That's just a throw it up there. I'm going with the Bears as well. The the Giants, much like the emails, have really fell off a cliff here. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if you saw, but uh, big game Nick, he was out last week playing, slinging the ball around. And if you're telling me Nick Foles might have a chance to play for the Bears, yeah, I'm hammering the Bears. Big Dick Nick! As Biggie would say, hammer the Bears. Hammer the Bears. All right, so we're all across the board on the Bears. Time for another double-digit spread. The Houston Texans, who may have found a franchise quarterback after What round was he drafted in? Uh, the fifth, set, I believe. I don't know. Wasn't it the fifth? Fifth or sixth. Was Miles his name, Davis. His name is, is, is it Davis? Did you say Miles it's Davis? It's Mills, right? Mills, Davis Mills. I'm sorry. Miles Davis. Miles, I did. <laughs> He's playing the trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, like, I feel like the Texans might have their guy here. I mean, he's playing better than most rookies are without any help at all. Right, right, right. So I know about I, him. What's up, my Willis? He's got Rex Burkhead. But the but the Niners are a twelve point favorite at home. Ooh, that's that's that's, that's big. That's, that's it's big. It's big. Like Garoppolo uh, spreading the ball around. Jimmy G. Jimmy G. I'll take Jimmy G. in Pittsburgh. Um, would you? Yes, I would. I like Jimmy G. Uh-huh. Mm. I am. I'm going with the 49ers. I think. I think the Texans have packed it in. All right. I'm, I'm taking the 49ers. Mr. Brown, the power of porn. They want Jimmy G in Pittsburgh. The power of porn. Porn stars in Pittsburgh. I'm going to San Francisco. It is the power of porn. Jimmy G. <laughs> he has the nightlife. That is the thing of oh legends. Jimmy G. Is using the power of porn, being in California, walking the same streets as adult film stars and whining and dining with them, and then showing up on Sundays and slinging the rock around. Uh, yeah, the, the Texans, man, like they they'll they'll be okay, but you know, not not this week. It's not happening. Actually, Texans aren't gonna be okay. They're a dumpster fire. I don't know why I even said that. Niners across the board. All right, the Broncos on the road to the Chargers. The Chargers are a six and a half point home favorite. Is this this, this might be the toughest game for me? Yeah, this is a tough game. Um, the Chargers got to show up, man. They, they've talked all this crap about being a legit playoff team, legit AFC contenders, and all. It, it, it's time for them to step up. I I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Chargers, but I'm kind of wishy washy with it. You don't feel comfortable? No, I don't feel comfortable. I at see. All, I also but. said this is a very tough game. Hmm. Go next, Chad. Uh, I also have the Chargers. I have not much to. I, I think, I think they win by like seven. It's a six and a half point spread. It's going to be right there. Uh, Justin Herbert has a chance to put this team on his back, and they got Eckler coming back though. So I mean, that's big. But he he's got a chance to push them toward that playoff finish line, and you, you got to win this game at home. 
See, <laughs> I'm going Broncos. They, they've outperformed all year long. They have. And they don't have to win. They just got to not lose by seven. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, is that the AFC West is one of the toughest divisions of football. Like, no team is struggling. Like, they're all around 500 or better. Except for the Seahawks. Oh, no. Yeah, wrong, 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 wrong one. I was looking at the next game. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going Broncos. Broncos. I, I think it's pretty easy for me. I, I think it's been tough for you to pick the Broncos all year, so you've accepted the fact that they just won't go away now. Yeah. Okay. All right, so you're and you're right. I, I misspoke. I was looking at the next game, which has the Cardinals in it. The AFC West does have four teams in the thick of it. The NFC West has three teams in the thick of it. One of them is the Cardinals, who are moving in the wrong direction. Oh, wait a minute! I got to stop for a second. He's we got a lone wolf, wolf here. Oh, I thought he was going to let off the off. hook. No, no, you're, you're not, not getting off the hook. Y'all heard the cold earlier, right? Yeah. Let's now the, we got here a bronc. Yeah. <laughs> that was like oh, Ace Ventura. <laughs> Yeah, son. Kids don't remember that. That was their mating season. (laughs) Mm. Uh, (sighs) (laughs) All right. Queef. (laughs) That was unnecessary, but I'm sure it fits in there somewhere. Let's go. All right. The Cardinals, are they going to write the ship? They're going down to Big D. Dallas is a six-point favorite. Cowboys, Cowboys gonna run that ball. They're they're on their way. They are legit. Have you been putting the Cowboys like in the top two of your power rankings or top? No, three? not top two, top five, okay. but not top two. I but feel like the Cowboys are in their stride as well. I gotta go, Cowboys. They're peaking at the right time. Absolutely. We just jinxed the Cowboys because I'm also taking them. That's across the board. So. Uh, the Cardinals, man, and they just the seem like they've ever since the Lions rolled. I, in. I do too. So yeah. That's tough. Uh, all right, man. So the Cowboys, they're they're legit. They're for real, right? They got that's the defense, I right? You. I think so. The defense is the difference maker for them. They wow. can score. Look at us talking about the Cowboys on December 30th. Much as it pains me, it hurts. The, the, God, the it times hurts. we live in. Wow. Let me go dig in my VCR. VHS. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's. Uh, you'd have to probably go find a reel to reel to see some Detroit Lions championships because they're uh, and Raiders. Yeah. Well, the Lions are on the road to the Seahawks. The Seahawks are a seven-point favorite. Why? I, to me, I think the Lions are playing some of the best football yeah. there is right now. See, you, you, okay. uh, he listens to the show. What? Did I just step on your toes? No. You oh, no, I'm fine. Sorry. Just go. Don't, don't I'm, let him I'm, I'm, psych you out. Let's hear it, Tommy. I, the Lions. I'm going Lions. Yes. It's clear to see that these players are not folding under Campbell. No. They like this coach. They're playing with compassion. Run they're, they, they run through a wall. All they do is cover. They cover, cover, cover. Vegas hates the Lions. And I'm picking the Lions to cover once again. Why are they giving them spreads that are over five points? It makes no sense. Like, if you want to, if you want to, you're not handicapping the Lions right. You got to put them at like four and a half. Right. Because then you're I like, agree. okay. But you're giving me seven? Like, the worst I think is going to happen is a push. But we yeah. know the Lions, they like to make it come down to a field goal. Yeah. Except for that game against Denver, they've covered, like, the last seven weeks. Right. If not one outright. So, hammer the Lions, baby. We love the Lions. Panthers on the road to the Saints. The Saints are a six-and-a-half-point home favorite. Taysom playing? I don't know. I th- it doesn't matter if he's playing. <laughs> yeah, it does to me. <laughs> if, if Taysom's playing, I think he is. I think he's, he's. Should have done your research. Yeah, well, now this is where I'm, I'm normally sitting at home. I'm doing my research. I'm taking the Saints because I think Taysom's there. So I'm taking the Saints. So you're doing better than me. Saints and who? 
The Panthers. Panthers. Cam Newton hasn't won a game in 13 starts. He's not going to cover. He's not going to win. I'm going Saints. Yeah, if it would have been 10, I would have had to think about it. I don't at think six, Cam's at playing. six and a half. Yeah, I don't care. It's going to be uh, a yeah, swamp monster. He's done just trash the franchise. That's what he does. <laughs> I, it's, I like how if, if Cam was a starting quarterback, it'd probably be a 10-point spread. Sam Darnold actually moved the needle moved it up, yeah. for him. But uh, I think the Saints, uh, their defense is too good. They're going to they're gonna smother them. Panthers uh, have not looked good at all the last half of the year. Matt Rule, I think, is a good coach. But, man, I like without CMC, though, yeah. he, he looks like a bad coach. So, see what happens. Uh, the Vikings, one of Biggie's favorite teams. Sorry, Biggie. One of his five. Yeah. One of his five. On the road to the Green Bay Packers who are the best team in the NFL. Right. I'm the, on that bandwagon. The right Packers now. are a seven-point Home favorite, Packers. I'm the Packers go away on this one. They're going. They're going. They're going to win this by 17. Yeah, I'm not saying a whole lot. I'm going Packers. I don't have to elaborate. I guarantee you that Biggie takes the Vikings on them. He'll this, be. A, this is where I beat him on the season. This game right here. He'll be a lone wolf because of that. Uh, there's no way. Like the Packers have had a couple close calls. They know how to win close games. Like they are not a good cover team. They just aren't. They just win. But I, I just feel like when it comes to those NFC North teams, man, they'll they'll put the foot they on show. and yeah, they'll, 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 they'll end it. Um, all right. The last Monday night game of the year, the Cleveland Browns go in to Heinz Field to perhaps the last home game ever for Big Ben Turkey Leg Roethlisberger. Turkey Leg. And Ravia pours out. The Browns are a three-and-a-half-point road favorite. Road favorite. I – I don't normally pick with my Steelers. I'm I'm, I'm doing a Chad DeMarc thing here. I I normally pick against my Steelers. Mm-hmm. But I just got this feeling it's it's possibly Ben's last game in Hines. He's going to show out. I'm going to take my Steelers. I might regret this, but I'm going to take my Steelers. No, I'm I'm, I'm with you. I, it's the same thing along the lines of John Madden, only Big Ben's still alive, sort of. <laughs> And I, I, wow. I'm going to pick the Steelers to win and his, you know, going away all-you-can-eat buffet tour. Yes, uh, Big Ben is listed as questionable, uh, but he's been questionable all year. And the, Questionable to hit the chocolate fountain at Golden Corral. No, it's just no. when he's on the scales, it says questionable. All right, uh, fair enough. This is what happens. But either way. <laughs> the man fat. Just say it. He's fat. Hey, he is. <laughs> I, want, I once put him on that Photoshop. He does not where, move well. Where I could try to make him fat, and it was just the same picture. Same picture. It didn't yeah. change. Hey, if, if they made a nutty professor today, he'd be a damn stunt double. He would be. <laughs> damn, he can still throw. Sherman, Sherman, Sherman. You say Sherman ice cream? Sherman. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> the big man is a Hercules, Hercules. He is. Oh. He's always Hercules and Tommy's. Eyes. He is, but uh, I, I'm with Tommy on the narrative. Big Ben comes right. out and he's, you know, he's banged up. He's questionable, and it's the last game at Heinz Field, and those terrible towels are fanning the flames, and he's just going to go right into the sunset. You know the way the way he should. So I uh, also am picking the Steelers for the first time in weeks, weeks. to cover. So weeks. There you go. Big day for Najee. You bet. Well, you better hope it doesn't matter. I don't even care. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying. All right. Well, that wraps up the Week 17 NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks. But before we just wrap up all talk on this, 
You know, Tommy, would you play Joe Burrow or Ben Roethlisberger in fantasy football this week? Ooh, that's tough. Bengals uh, playing the Chiefs, but like, should I? I mean, uh, I mean, uh, it's a title game, a thousand dollars on the line, man. Uh, uh, I'm go Joe. Yeah, that's probably what I'm I doing anyway. Joe. But you know, the sentimental thing is, I just want to state state on the record here that if Ben Roethlisberger just goes off, I'm going to be really pissed because I did have the the idea of maybe, just maybe, trying him out. But uh, we'll see what happens. But, uh, I, Mr. Brown, do you have a prediction? Is it going to be me or Big Perm? Have you looked at all? I mean, what are you, your thoughts? A prediction? Pain. That's about what it might be. So uh, it's a, it's a two-point gap in the prediction. prediction. That was a prediction. Just ask Mr. T. I pity the fool. Stay in school. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Nah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <sighs> this is tough. I would say that you're favored, clearly. But I also lost with Mahomes starting against Trubisky last year. <laughs> it means so nothing. It don't mean anything. Wow. I feel like uh, I like the fact that it's two new guys, kind of not new guys, but like different guys. We haven't in been championship in the title, game. Yeah. Perm's never been there. Yeah, it's third been, year in the it's, league. It's been ten years since I've been there. So, what's the record? I don't know. It's the first time we've ever had the fifth and the sixth seed in our league in the championship. Yeah, in over twenty years. But uh, that was uh, big. Perm's teams just caught fire. I'll say this: it ultimately is going to come down on what kind of game Mahomes has. If he revenges his performance last year against Trubisky, then your ass is toast. And I mean, that's it. I hope he's not thinking about that. I hope he's not sitting there thinking about, like, man. You know he's thinking about I let down the Green Bowl Packers You don't last understand year. because I, I messaged him. I texted him because you gave me his number from uh, sleep uh, number. Don't say that. <laughs> on the air. So I messaged Patrick, and I was like, listen, your brother's crazy. Your fiance's crazy. Your, your, father, your father won't even friend me on Facebook. So I'm kind of pissed. The least you can do is revenge – my loss because you laid to bed against uh, Mitchell Trubisky. So you got to win this year. You got to beat Chad and Mark. And he said, It's good, brother. All right. So I'm going to take you through the uh, matchup right now. The you, no, you're going to lose. All right, you just heard it. I heard Patrick it. I heard it. But I just want, I want to let you know, Tommy, you tell me what you think. Uh, the prediction right now is 105.3 to 106.5. So it's, it's, it's neck and neck. Tight. It's Burrow against Mahomes. Jordan Jefferson, Stephon Diggs, Debo Samuel versus Mike Williams, Odell Beckham versus Chase Claypool, A.J. Dillon versus Josh Jacobs, Devin Singletary versus uh, Mike, Michael Carter for the Jets, Evan Ingram versus Hunter Henry, Butker for the Chiefs, Crosby for the Packers, Tampa Bay's defense against the Jets, and Cleveland's defense against the Steelers. Mm. Who was Claypool? Uh, that, that was on Jerry Cool. Yeah, uh, Claypool. Uh, so the receivers was uh, Diggs, Williams, and Claypool, and then Jefferson, Debo Samuel, and Odell Beckham. Oh, Jr. that the Jefferson side. That's that's the difference right there. The uh-huh. wide receivers. All right. So Chad the Mark's taking this yeah, chip home, that's baby. That's all I got to say about that. Well, you know, we always like to get a little slice of, slice of uh, pop culture in there. And, you know, the, the movie scene has been kind of up and down because of COVID and whatnot. But, you know, there was a, a, an on-demand, a Netflix movie that popped up, and it caught my eye. And I saw the cast, and I was like, the cast alone made me want to see it. 
And I, I mentioned it to you, Tommy, and you you decided to, to go out of your way and watch it uh, this morning. So this, this is all morning, fresh yes. in your mind. I watched it a couple nights ago, and uh, it was Don't Look Up. And uh, if you had to explain what Don't Look Up is about, what would you say? It's a satirical poke at our society now, how we react to news I guess. Yeah, I think it's a fair way to put it, and uh, probably what actually constitutes news. Uh, so, the uh, the movie is centered around a meteor about to hit the Earth and how people react to the scientists going on a media tour telling you it's about to happen. So, as we live in a world of misinformation and all kinds of different things, you can think about how that kind of goes. But uh, is it fair to call it a pretty dark comedy? Oh, it was hilarious. Um, the comedy was kind of hidden at times, but if you if you actually paid attention to it, you could see there was there was yeah. it was hilarious at times. So it's a it's an Adam McKay movie who made uh, Ricky Bobby uh, Talladega Nights. So, uh, but it's not the same. It doesn't feel like that at all. The uh, the other thing is, uh, I just want to know: was that Meryl Streep's ass at the end, or was that a body double? Oh, I don't know. Look nice for to be. I, how old is she? Seventy. I, I if. It, I'd like to think it was, but I, they didn't show her face, so I'm almost positive it was a body I double. It, yeah. But if that doesn't make you want to watch the movie just to see if you can figure out if that's Meryl Streep's ass or not, then mm. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Mr. Brown, are you going to watch it now? I was until you just said that. Oh, oh no. Nah. Come on now. Come. It's Meryl Streep. I mean, that's, it's in Tommy's wheelhouse for his age. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm like, no. Yes. <laughs> uh, you have sorry, uh, like 70 year old women. I mean, you know, sweeter with age. <laughs> it's uh it's got leonardo dicaprio in it. it's got uh jennifer lawrence uh with why didn't you start with that because meryl streep showed her ass it's got a yeah. star-studded cast i mean yeah. chickless is in it uh one of my my favorite things about the movie without giving anything away there's this little scene where they're at the white house trying to explain to the uh, the white house that uh you know there's a meteor that's going to probably kill us all now we need to do something so they're there, and there's, like, the chief of staff, the general, and they're, like, waiting forever. So he gets them, like, some snacks and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And he's just like, it's 10 bucks. And so they're, like, reaching around, like, trying to come up with money to pay him, you know, and they give him the money, and he walks away. And they later find out that the snacks and shit is all free at the White House. That this so general, he pocketed, like, he 50 was, bucks. He was just on this power trip to, like, just see if they'd give him money, and he just took it. And the whole time, Jennifer Lawrence's character throughout the movie, like, they'll just be laying there, and she's like, but, I mean, they were free. The snacks were free. But why did, free. He, why did he take our money? Like, is just, did he just get off on that? Like, what is that about? That's funny, though. I yeah, loved it. It was great. But uh, it's worth checking out. The, another movie I watched last night was uh, I watched the new Matrix movie. So were you a fan of the original Matrix trilogy? Did you even uh -oh. watch it? I haven't even watched any of the Matrix. I have not at all. either. None of them. None of them. So, I mean, you, you might like the new one. You might not. I, I know as a fan of the original, I, I was very disappointed. It was like a movie that didn't need to be made at all. And uh, it just left me sad inside. Can I just stop you? Yeah. Because you're just rambling with bullshit. Why? Because the Matrix? No. Let's talk about real pop culture. You know what starts tomorrow? Uh... Cobra Kai. Thank you. Now start We're talking again. Start talking. So after after watching what you said, rambling bullshit about a terrible movie, I am looking forward to Cobra Kai. But 
Uh, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to try to watch any tomorrow or not, because I got work on freaking Saturday, but like, we're going to do some new year's Eve celebrating. Like if all we did was watch Cobra Kai tomorrow night, like I'd be down for that. We would never be quiet enough for that. No, we wouldn't. We, that's what I'm saying. Like you can't enjoy it. Right. I mean, uh, I, Tommy, are you into Cobra Kai at all? I will watch it now just because y'all mentioned You've it. You've never seen it. Never any. seen it. Never. But nope. You this, saw the Karate Kids. Yes. Yes. I've seen so, the Karate Kids. What is this? The third season? I think it's the fourth. Third or fourth. So go through Netflix and watch Cobra Kai starting with season one. Amazing. Amazing? A great trip down nostalgia lane. So I'll tell you what it is. I'll it, check it, it out. If, if you wanted to – see, this is so a great tie-in because this is where the Matrix sucked, right? Yeah. Because you had all these original characters from the trilogy, and they just fouled it up so terrible. When you talk about Cobra Kai, it can be a little cheesy and campy at times. Don't get me wrong. But – it's phenomenal. It's great. Like, because it, it knows what it is. It doesn't try to pretend to be something right, it's right, not. Right. The thing is, they have all the old characters bring, from the they movies. They bring them in. They're, oh, really? Yeah, but it's not the just about them. But, but they have, they, have, uh, they have kids, you know, so their kids are part of it. You know, it's all big neighborhood thing. Oh, I hear you. Struggle. Yeah, I. But it's it's amazing. So, like we, it's even got um uh, Elizabeth Shue was in it. You know, just in one or two yeah, episodes. Like it, it changes, not really changes, but it, it kind of gives a spin on Johnny Lawrence. Oh, I hear it'll, you. It'll change your whole perspective on Johnny Lawrence. So now, and now I'll, you got me my and interest. I'll leave peak. it at that, right? I, I would say is Johnny Lawrence the star of the series? I, I think he is. I mean, I, th- I think he is. Uh, I will check and, it. And you got me. Got Daniel me Larusso's in there, but Johnny steals the show. I, it, it, it flips the script. I could see how that as 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 the the, the story would progress. I could right, see right, that. Right, the, right. I mean, it, it starts out great. You've got to watch, and, and it's got you know a decent amount of. I mean, it's an adult show. Yeah, it's got adult humor. Yeah, you know, like there in, is. without spoiling anything, I'm not like much first of an adult though. first episode, yeah, like yeah. you know, somebody draws a, a dick on a billboard. You know, I mean, yeah. it's you know, that's, so that's my humor. They, they have yeah. they have fun with stuff like that. But uh, it, it's yeah, I'm looking for it. So I was at uh, I was at the grocery store the other day, and I had my Cobra Kai T-shirt on, and I legitimately got stopped by like three people. They're like, hey man, you know the new series comes out New Year's Eve. Ah! You know, it's just wow. And the soundtrack is phenomenal. Like the music. So now you got me interested. I will have to check it out. Dude. I will have to All check right, it so out. All right, so there you go. So we got uh that's that's is that your New Year's resolution that you'll just watch Cobra Kai? <laughs> I guess it is now. That that <laughs> that qualifies. Mr. Brown, do you believe in New Year's resolutions? Uh I don't normally. But uh Right now, and I'm, I, I, this is kind of like a testimony for myself. All right. I'm just going to let you all hear it because, like, everything is going great for me professionally, uh, social media, the, the baseball group. We don't know sports. Everything's going great except for my health. All right. So I've had my neck surgery like three or four years ago. I don't remember. Three years ago. Three years. Was it three years? Almost three years. Damn time Actually, flies. no, it was two years. Two sorry. years sounds right. So it's been hard, I ain't going to lie, to get back in shape and do it because every time I try, my neck hurts. So, um, but at the end of the day, I haven't ate right. So my New Year's resolution is to, I'm going to minimize my carbs. I'm taking out the sugars. And after New Year's Eve... Exactly. So my carbs, I'm glad Tommy brought that away. The only carbs I'm consuming is once a week when I drink my carbs. 
So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to take it away like Chad DeMarc, which is fine, because I got to do it to where a point to where I'll maintain it and stick with it. Yeah. But like I've been eating a lot of pizza, a lot of pasta, a lot of shit I knew I shouldn't be eating, and I'm ballooning up in a weight that I've never been in my life. I'm not going to elaborate on that, but it's frustrating, and for another reason. Like I should have to walk a couple of times from my house to the to the studio here and be out of breath, and it don't feel good. Yeah. Like to me, my kids are fifteen and thirteen. I want to continue, and with all the good stuff that's going on, but I've got to get in better shape that way I can continue and be here for a number of years and enjoy it because. I don't want to keep building on what we got going on and then just die at age 50 of a stroke <laughs> right. or a heart attack. And I'm just being real. Right. Because, and, and on top of that, my family history is not the best. Sure. So factor that in. I've got to do something this year before, honestly, if I don't do something this year, I'm telling you, and I'm glad this is on the mic. I'm telling you, it's going to be too late. And it sucks. Now, and uh, I, I, I am not trying to steal any thunder on that message because to say that and it's it's funny because when you say things out loud man it, it does change your perspective on your commitment levels and things like that like that, that's it, like working in sales and the job i do like sometimes i get asked impossible things i just say out loud i'm gonna do it i commit i'm gonna do it and, and like look 75 percent of the time i might 25 percent of the time i fail but the fact is like you gotta say things to believe it everything you just said i couldn't wait till new year you know, I had the same shit happen to me and uh, my New Year's resolution is just to continue to embrace the changes I've made and, right. and to try to. I, and it's all the same stuff. I, I'd like to live a decent life. I don't want to be in my 50s and have shit go bad. Right. And I'm like, my kids are about the same age as yours, you know, so we're, we're on the same playing field there. And, um, yeah, man, when, uh, you walk up one flight of stairs and you're out of breath, it is not a good thing. And I had the smoking on my side too, that wasn't helping things. And man, I ran, uh, I ran two miles this morning and, uh, man, I still feel great for you. I still feel my lungs, you know, when I do that, you know, I ain't all the way back where I need to be. So it's still a, it's still a chore and we still fight every day. But, uh, if, uh, as miserable of a person I can be at times, if I can do it, brother, I know you got it and you'll be just fine. I'm telling you right now. That's why I wanted to put on Mike here. I am ready to punch it and hit it head on. There you go. That's the only way to do it, baby. And it's not the New Year thing. It's really not. It's kind of a combination between my business that I work and the way it's crazy. Yeah. I've got to get on point, and I've got to make it a lifestyle change because, my God, I mean, like, who doesn't love pasta and pizza? But do I want to be 50 or do I want to, like, try to be healthy and enjoy the retirement that I've done a good job of building? I've got to be there. Yeah, you want to enjoy it because then, then you can eat a little more of that stuff when you're a little right. older and, you know, you, you've balanced your life a little better. I'm hopefully. just saying, I've got to make changes, and this is the year. It's the make or break year, and it has to happen. All right. So, guys, don't sit there and stress about New Year's resolutions and whatnot, but you can use the calendar changing over just to have some personal reflection. I think Mr. Brown put it very eloquently. It's about making lifestyle changes, just being better, you know, and, and that's it. Like, if you, don't go on diets. Don't get a gym membership. Don't do stuff like that. That's like, don't 
don't borrow money if you can't pay off debt, right? You're not changing behaviors. You're just going to keep living like an idiot. It's the same thing <laughs> yeah. when it comes to, to your, uh, your, your health, right? Like you got to make little small changes and, and build from that. So uh, not only did we learn today that dolphins like to have sex for fun and that Tommy can do an impeccable cult noise, uh, but uh, that we also know that, you know what? We all have our little demons out there and we're going to come to grips with them. We're going to fight through and kick some ass in 2022. You got anything to add to that, Tommy? What you got anything for 2022? Cobra Kai is still a pretty good. Uh, uh, that's I mean, that's my commitment. There. You're going to have to sit down for a minute and catch up yeah. on that. And another commitment, I, I said this last week that I was going to commit to be here more often. Hell yeah, that's that'll brighten my yeah. day. Yeah. Brighten your day. Now I got to get a fourth mic. God help me with the IT department on that. Yes. Oh well. <laughs> I don't say much. I can just share. There you go. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, we're signing off for the last time in the 2021 We Don't Know Sports calendar. Uh, this show will probably be available on Chris- or Christmas, New Year's Eve. You can check it out. Don't forget to subscribe on all our social media, our Facebook. And then we got Mr. Brown was talking about how the social media stuff's going so well. He captains our baseball group. It's America's Pastime for the Love of Baseball. How many pros you got in there? Uh, 195. 195. So it's just a, a day or two away before it's 200. Uh, but he's over 20,000. It's a private group, and it still grows every day being a private group. It's amazing. Uh, Tommy and me, we jump on that football is life. You can find it. We're up around 8,000 people now. It's still growing. We got some pros in there, but not as much, but still great interaction. Biggie's running our basketball uh, one. Basketball. Um, I can't remember. Life. Is li- okay. Life. So same thing. No, all no, things that's basketball. All things basketball. All things basketball. And then, of course, we don't know sports, which, uh, you know, after uh, being hacked a couple times and getting shut down, we're back over 20,000 and growing. And, and we have uh, multiple things, over hundreds of thousands of people reach. We got one thing over a million right now. So, like, things are looking up for we don't know sports right yeah, it's now. It's looking really good right now. And don't forget a, puck life. Yeah, puck talk. Puck, puck talk. talk. I'm sorry. Puck Not everything's talk. life. Uh, puck talk, the hockey group. A lot of Canadians. Well. Three, a lot of Canadians. Uh, three uh, – uh, three Canadian cities of our top 11 yes. are Canadian. Well, it is right? hockey. Yeah. Makes sense. But uh, we don't know sports. We've had three or four, maybe even five posts, over uh, 1,000 likes. The Hank Aaron post is over 1 million on the reach. So, so we just want to say thank you. We appreciate you. it. Yeah. You guys make it happen. You know, you're sharing that stuff out, and we appreciate it. And uh, if you guys ever have good content you want to share, you can send it our way. Um, but, uh, don't forget, we got the podcast, tell your friends, you can get it on any platform that you listen to podcast and don't forget, we got shirts, we got merch. And if you got any good ideas for that stuff, we'll make it too. And Mr. Brown's looking sexy in that America pastime, uh, oh, hoodie okay. he's got right now. And if you don't like that, get, if you're a wrestling fan, get your, we don't know sports NWO style for shirt for life. For life. I, I, I'm going to get it. I'm going to start wearing that one to the gym. I'm going to cut you the should. sleeves off. I'm going to get me one too. It's going to be badass. But, all right, guys, we're going to wrap up and call it a night. Thank you for all your support this year for We Don't Know Sports. Signing off, final time in 2021. Have a very happy new year. Bye-bye.